what is the inciting incident? It's the part of the story that kicks our hero into action, the event that can't be ignored, that changes everything. It brings our hero into the spotlight and pushes them off the cliff into the unknown. But how do you write it, and what is most important when writing this epic moment? Welcome to Writing Quest. Hello and welcome to Writing Quest. My name is Brendan Pugh and in today's episode we're going to dive deep into writing the inciting incident of our epic fantasy novel. If you want to keep following along with the progress of our book, stick around to the end and we'll talk about the word count and how far we are along in the process of putting this book together. In our last episode we talked about the opening hook, what the opening hook is, and how it functions in our story and the different parts of that leading up to this inciting incident. And before we get into the chapters of the inciting incident, let's first talk about what the inciting incident is. So the inciting incident must do two things. First, it needs to push the character into the plot and it needs to make the internal and the external clash. What do I mean by that? In the opening hook, we talked about setting up the main characters and most of the side characters with that internal conflict, the thing that actually makes the story work. So the inciting incident is where that internal conflict of the character clashes with external events that push them into the story into a way that they cannot turn back. So in our book of Wolves and Wizards, we have three characters. We have the main character, Rome, and then we have her kind of two uh, mentors, Artemis and Gaian, the, uh, who are brothers. Now, if you've been following the channel for a while, um, we have talked about these characters extensively, and they used to be the main characters of the story until we discovered Roe. But the inciting incident in our book really needs to set up a couple of plot points while also clashing with that internal conflict of each character. But for Roe, the conflict is kind of the right and wrong. It's the she wants to live up to her father's legacy. She wants to participate in her village, and she wants to be this kind of perfect upstanding person that really takes care of her village and takes care of business and protects people. We need to kind of take that and make it clash with external events. Now in part of the opening hook, we kind of started this little relationship with the wolves and she has kind of this mysterious thing going on and she's going to start having some dreams and she doesn't really know what's going on. So in the uh, inciting incident, we're going to have her where she wants to protect her village and she wants to be doing the right thing as she thinks it should be, clash with this idea that she's getting attached to the wolves and she's kind of seeing them in a different light and maybe they're not actually as bad as she kind of thinks. And so kind of where that butts together is kind of where that conflict for her is going to happen. So we need to set that up in a way that sets them kind of into the story of exploring those themes. For Artemis... He starts the story in the prologue where he loses his father, he loses his homeland, and he gains this new power, this magical ability. So in this inciting incident for him, my goal is to kind of tear that down even more. So he's already felt some grief from that. He already doesn't know how to handle himself, but he does have a taste of the power that he could have through the magic that he's been able to wield. To me, this is kind of a moment where he's going to lose that power even more, which kind of sets him up for the rest of our story to 
um, struggle with that power within him where he wants the power, but he's also trying to honor his father and kind of save his people and where that struggle works for him. For Gaian, uh, this is a guy who, because of the events of the prologue and losing some of his family and the death of a lot of the people in their village and their of their people from their homeland, he has become so distrustful of magic. And so this is going to kind of be another catalyst that just pushes that further for him. It just pushes him further down the rabbit hole because the ultimate idea with Gaian is that he, thousands of years from now, will have started a kind of brotherhood of knights called Whiteforge, where they are kind of just completely non-magic users. They want nothing to do with it, and it's a very standoffish thing for them. So we're just trying to push him and his character that direction, but want to make sure that it's in a way that's not just plot-driven, but actually is part of the fundamentals of the character. And then, of course, these three plot elements for each of these characters, we need to kind of tie together with a unifying event. And so the main event of our inciting incident is going to be the wolves attacking the village. Now, as we know, Artemis received a staff from his uh, father when they left their homeland. And so that staff is going to be from the dark side of magic, the tainted part that is kind of broken. The wolves, based off of what happens in the opening hook as well, plus the fact that they can actually kind of sense the magic from his staff, since he is also, the wolves are magic from the light side, which is the Evertree. He's got magic from the dark side, so they're going to attack. Obviously, the reader isn't going to necessarily know all of this, but anyone watching these videos will know. Um, so they're going to be sensing that, so they're going to attack. Um, his staff is going to break, which is going to be the main plot point for Artemis going forward. And then that's kind of what draws them to the, the wolves to attack the village. So the unifying event, though, for all three of these characters is going to be the death of Joram. So Joram's going to be one of Rose's friends. And this death is going to mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, but it's going to basically be a unifying event as well as the death of a few other characters from the village. So that's going to be an event that really kind of unifies the characters and in the inciting incident kind of ties them all together. So even though these things happen that might kind of push them apart, they ultimately get tied together by this need of we lost people. Going forward, we're going to have Ro, who's lost a friend, Part of her struggle is in the battle, she's going to have kind of helped the wolves and not helped the wolves, and then Joram's going to die. And so now she's kind of got this trifecta of, did I do the right thing? Did I do the wrong thing? I don't know how I feel. I messed it all up. You know, she's just going to be so conflicted from, she already thought she did the right wrong thing, and then she thought she did the right thing. But then because she thought she did the right thing and it was the wrong thing, her friend died and now it's her fault. Really is going to tie up a bunch of knots for her and just make her feel like what is going on. As I mentioned, Artemis is going to lose his staff, so that's going to be the final connection to his father and his power and everything going on, which is going to really set him up going into the future to kind of, you know, what's his relationship with that power? How does he handle the struggle of, I didn't know if I really wanted it, but then I had it, now I lost it, and what do I do with that? You know, he's going to be kind of always teetering on that good guy, bad guy. How do I feel about those things? And then, of course, Gaian is going to be, you know, even more distrustful of magic. He's going to be distrustful of everyone. He just really wants to protect his village, and it keeps going poorly based on all these magical things that keep happening, which just keeps driving his character further down the path of wanting to remove all magic from his life. All of this is going to culminate in the fact that the village gets basically destroyed, and because Artemis loses his magic, they 
can no longer stay in the village. They're no longer protected. They no longer really feel safe. And so Gain and Artemis decide that they're going to have to take the village and finally go on their quest to find salvation in finding the Evertree. I don't really know if they're going to know that much about if what they're actually looking for as characters, but they are looking for something. And so this is going to be the moment where they have to leave. They have to go on, you know, from the prologue to the opening hook. It's easy to think that, you know, they they transported here, they found this new world, and then they stayed because they just experienced a bunch of tragedy. It was safe. They made it safe. They got comfortable. They got complacent. And they never really had a moment that actually pushed them to go do what they're supposed to do. This is the external moment that pushes them forward, but also sets the internal conflict for each of the characters. And that, again, is what the whole inciting incident is about. And I think, personally, I think that it is really starting to build into an engaging story. That is what I mean when I'm talking about the inciting incident. And you take the internal conflict and the external conflict clash. And that's what really makes a story really a page turner. So as promised, here is the status of the book. We currently sit at 22,557 words, and I would say the outline is approximately 30% done. We're not quite through act one, 30% in the fact that we have the whole three act structure done. We're just going now through the individual chapters. So I'll be picking up the pace on that, um, trying to get the outline done by the end of January here. And so then February and March is going to be the heavy, heavy writing months. So most of the words we have down already are probably going to end up getting at least cut or changed in some way. But currently that's where we sit with 22,557 words. Please, you can check it out on Wattpad. Thank you for watching this episode of Writing Quest. And please like, comment, share, and subscribe to the channel. It really helps us out. And we'll see you next time. Huzzah!